0: Hello and welcome to the Illuminated Life Podcast. I'm Trish Johnson, your host and life coach. We're so glad you're here today. This podcast is dedicated to sharing inspiring ideas, strategies, and stories that can help you discover your path to an illuminated life. Oh my goodness, hello and welcome to episode number three, Emotions. Um, I just wanna say before we get started, That If you've been here with me from the start, back at episode number one, um, thank you so much for giving me your support and your time. I hope you're finding value. That's the goal of this podcast, um, and to bring light into your life. And If you're just joining me for the first time, I want to welcome you. Uh, We are so glad you're here, and again, um, really hope that you find something that's valuable that you can take and apply in your own life. And just as a reminder, I want to tell you that what I'm sharing with you today and in, in previous podcasts and many of the future podcasts, this is all stuff that I've learned from multiple teachers along the way. And though I've been working deliberately to apply a lot of this content for the last two or three years, this is a journey I've been on for the last 15 years because I've been drawn to learning new skills and concepts for living a purposeful and meaningful life. I hope to serve others with what I've learned so far and to learn with you. I am not an expert on these concepts by any stretch of the imagination. However, like many of you, I learned by doing and watching others do. So I hope that sharing my journey will be helping others. Okay, so let's begin. In the last podcast, I talked about two different types of thoughts that typically don't serve us if we don't keep them in check. The first are the most basic of survival and fear-based thoughts that are behind the behaviors that lead to us living our lives on the couch, shoving our mouths full of Ruffles potato chips and onion dip while we live the same day over and over. The other thoughts are those that have been established throughout our past that are like an old tape on a repeat loop in our minds. They're typically the ones that come after an action or when we fail to take action and are like having someone hanging over our shoulder, critiquing everything we do or don't do. These are deep seated beliefs we have about ourselves. Sometimes they're good thoughts, most of the time they're not. Now remember, these thoughts come from our lizard brain, and that's the oldest part of our brain designed to keep us alive. The first type of thoughts I mentioned keep us from dying of starvation or from being eaten by a mountain lion. The second type of thoughts, because we are primates, are about acceptance into a pack which in the past was another way to ensure our survival. Unfortunately, for many of us, these two types of thoughts are keeping us from our best life, and some of us aren't even aware they're a huge part of what's keeping us from achieving our goals and creating big dreams for ourselves. If you're joining us for the first time and want to learn more about how our brains are set up this way, I invite you to listen to podcast number two. So you may be wondering why our thoughts are so important. In the simplest of terms, our thoughts create our emotions and feelings, which in turn influences our actions, reactions, or inactions in our life. Dr. Sarah McKay, neuroscientist and author of the Your Brain Health blog, explains it like this. Just thinking about something threatening can trigger an emotional fear response. While individual emotions are temporary, the feelings they evoke may persist and grow over a lifetime. Because emotions cause subconscious feelings, which in turn initiate emotions and so on, your life can become a never-ending cycle of painful and confusing emotions, which produce negative feelings, which cause more negative emotions without you ever really knowing why. Your emotions and feelings play a powerful role in how you experience and interact with the world because they're the driving force behind many behaviors, helpful and unhelpful. She goes on to say, by changing your thinking and behavior, no matter what is going on around you, you can maintain your balance, your sense of peace, purpose, and hope, and move forward towards your goals. So let's just consider that for a moment. If our thoughts have that significant of an impact on our emotions, then when you consider the staggering statistic shared by the National Science Foundation elevating the average person has as many as 50,000 thoughts per day, then it stands to reason if we can manage the negative thoughts that generate negative feelings and emotions, then we can harness the same power for good and create believable thoughts in our minds that in turn create more positive thoughts and produce positive actions and results in our lives. Here is a recent example of how this can play out um, that I experienced personally. I had been so excited about the increased joy and peace I was experiencing through managing my thoughts. I was trying to think of ways I could share with more people And I started thinking about creating a podcast. And the first time I considered the idea, this thought came up for me. I don't even know how to record my voice on my laptop, let alone know how to create a podcast people would be willing to listen to. This thought was accompanied with the feeling of anxiety that led to more negative thoughts. And then I decided not to create this podcast. So my negative thought, of not having the skills or interesting enough content creating anxiety, so I quit before I even had a chance to start. Lucky for me, and I'm hoping for you, I didn't give up so easily. I continued to have the desire to create a podcast. The negative thoughts continued to keep me from starting until I applied intentional thinking to change my feelings and emotions. I decided to use my analytical brain or my wizard brain to work past this. It was a lot like this. I must be seriously off my rocker to think I can do this. I felt a rush of anxiety in my chest and it felt a little like heartburn. Then I noticed that this was going on in my body and I put my analytical or my wizard brain to work and it sounded like this. Well, now wait a moment. Didn't your eight-year-old daughter just create a YouTube video without your help? Then Lizard Braid responds, Well, yes. Okay, I'm listening. Is it possible then that you could be able to learn how to podcast? I noticed inside my body my anxiety level lowering. Yeah, I suppose. What might you need in order for this to happen? Well, I suppose I would need to research what equipment is needed and maybe some advice on how to plan and deliver content. Okay. Do you have the skills to conduct the research? Yeah, I do. Then I noticed excitement rising in my chest. It was more like a fluttering and a feeling of increased energy. All of this resulted in taking just one step toward making my goal a reality. And that was to research the equipment I needed. Then I researched how the equipment was used and so on. Each time I was focusing on just that one next step. In this example, as soon as anxiety rose up in my body, I wanted to avoid the feeling, so I shoved it down inside of me and I did not end up with the results I wanted at first. But once I managed my thoughts using my rational wizard brain, my anxiety was managed, and excitement even started to come in. Now please note, I did not try to change my feelings. I stayed present with them, and I tried to identify each feeling as it came and went, and where it was happening in my body, as well as what it felt like. And I guess it goes without saying, I managed my fears and anxieties enough to create this podcast. So another example that both my clients and I often have to manage is our thoughts around exercise. And I'm guessing a lot of you can relate to this. We have the thought, I need to go to the gym. That's a harmless thought, really a healthy one, right? Then it's followed by this one. I don't want to go to the gym today. And sometimes it gets worse. Why can't I be like so-and-so? She never has to work out and can eat anything. And she looks amazing. Even if we were to focus on just the thought, I don't want to go to the gym today, and how it affects our emotions and feelings, we can begin to see how this keeps us from our goals. When I think the thought, I don't want to go to the gym today, I instantly feel the feeling of dread inside my body. Others I've worked with experience feelings of frustration and resentment and a lack of motivation. I'm pretty sure these feelings do not serve us and on way too many occasions, at least for me, have ended with the result of not going to the gym. But when I manage my mind well, immediately after I have the thought, I don't want to go to the gym, and I notice the feeling of dread inside my body. I think to myself a positive thought that will generate positive feelings to get me to the gym, like I feel so good once I'm done. And then when I look closely, my body starts to feel that same feeling. Not as intense, but it's definitely there. Some of you may already be doing this, but we need to take it one step further. It can be really helpful to remind ourselves what's going on inside our brains in that moment. I tell myself, my negative thoughts about the gym are just my poor lizard brain trying to keep me at home on the couch where it's safe to conserve energy. Approaching my thoughts this way creates a feeling of empowerment and that gets me to go work out. The process that I've shared with you in these two examples is also great for managing overwhelm and a whole host of other challenging feelings that we have. It can also help you weather the intense feelings that can come with a loss of a loved one, a difficult diagnosis, and other curveballs life can throw at us. And I will discuss this further in a later podcast. Some of you may be thinking right now that I'm encouraging you to just think positive thoughts and everything will be like rainbows and lollipops. And let me assure you, I am not. What I'm encouraging you to do is to put your wizard brain to work as full-time manager over your lizard brain. The two need to work together. By doing this, you'll start to feel better overall. Once you feel better, you will have the energy to do the work it takes to reach your goals. I have said before, it is simple in theory, but please know that that does not mean it is easy. This takes a great deal of awareness, effort, and a willingness to admit we have much more control over our lives than we may have taken in the past. And that is not an easy admission, but it is so worth it. It's also important to remember that this is going to take a lot of ongoing practice, like any new skill we're trying to develop. I think another part that makes this difficult is that for some of us, emotions and feelings are really hard. Many of us were raised to shove them down that they weren't allowed or welcome. Many of us weren't taught how to process our feelings and have over time become adverse and even fearful of them. If this is you, allow me to frame this up for you in a way that may help you. In the simplest of terms, Feelings are chemical responses to our external and internal worlds. And if we look at these feelings almost like an outsider looking in through the lens of biology, we can learn to process these feelings in a healthier and more productive way. Negative feelings can be intense because they are an important part of our fight or flight response system, which helps alert us of bad situations. Again, in service of our survival, The challenge being that in this day and age, we are far better off and safer than our ancestors, but we're still operating under the same old system, which can create unwanted problems for us when we don't balance the lizard brain with the use of our wizard brain. I also want to talk a little bit about how some of you may find it hard to identify the thoughts you're thinking at first, you may be only experiencing the emotions that are coming up for you. It can be helpful if you're experiencing this to look at your emotions and feelings as alarm bells to take note of what's going on in your body and then linking that back to what thoughts you were thinking when the emotions or feelings arose. By working backward in this way, from the feeling to the thought or thoughts that preceded it, We can work with our wizard brain to manage the negative thoughts and work towards more positive thoughts, which will lead to better feelings and in turn, better results. Woo. Okay. I know this is heady and this is a lot to take on, but I believe so deeply that it's the answer to what it takes to live our best lives. So, last week, I invited you to record your thoughts and bring awareness to what's going on inside your mind. For those of you who did this, you rock. It can be so easy these days to take on information, it's quite another to commit to it and apply it. Now, if you didn't, or you're just joining us for the first time, no worries. Because this week I'm inviting you to continue to record your thoughts in addition to your feelings and then also the results that the two create for you. This is just like the two examples I gave for you today, but in written form. And yes, I highly encourage you to physically do this. It can be very enlightening to see it all written down and the people who actually apply what I'm talking about in this way, experience positive results much quicker. And that is what I'm hoping for all of you who are listening. Now I've created a three column note catcher for you to record on if that's helpful. And you can find that on my website as well as a list of feelings for those of you who are like me and need a little extra help putting words to what it is we are actually feeling. Okay. So we covered a lot of ground today, and I hope that you are beginning to see how when we do this work, it really does have a significant impact in a positive way in our life. Please join me next time as we continue this journey together. Until then, be better today than yesterday and live life illuminated. Thank you so much for listening to the Illuminated Life podcast. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please leave a quick review in iTunes. Also, for free resources, show notes, and ways you can work with me directly, head on over to www.trishjohnson.com. That's www.trishjohnson.com. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.